Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wading through the rhetoric in search of the truth. This is Global Top Talkers with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 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 Let's bring in our Global Talkers because it's been a busy one today. We got Scott Thompson, who you can hear on our sister station, Global News Radio Hamilton, and Tasha Kiernan, who you can listen to 12 to 2 here on Global News Radio 640. Hey, guys. Hey, Alex. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Let's talk a little bit about the police because we've learned now, now that pot's a whole like seven-ish days away, um, either neither the RCMP nor the Toronto police, and I assume there'll be others out there, are not going to be allowed to smoke any kind of marijuana uh, if they're within 20 days of reporting for duty, which would mean they have the greatest job ever on the planet if they get that much time off. But um, I'll start with you on, on this, Tasha. Is it fair... Well, what's fair, um, you know, the argument that the force is making is that they can't be uh, compromised in their duties and that cannabis can have effects that last, I think it's actually 28 days um, in this case, and so that would, you know, make them less effective on the job. you got to ask yourself the question, then, why would anyone be able to work after smoking pot? Because uh, there are lots of other jobs, I'm thinking, you know, the TTC, for example, that does urine tests now. I don't know what their policy is and how far from the job you have to be to have smoked? Uh, is it 48 hours? Is it 20? I don't know. I mean, this if this is the case, then we're wondering why we're legalizing it at all, because uh, there are a lot of jobs that demand, I would say, even more attention to safety and security than the police. So I don't know if it's an image thing, if, you know, even though pot's legal, they don't want uh, the police who will still be making arrests for marijuana, uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's, there's limits on how much you can possess and there's limits on where you can buy it and all those kinds of things. So, you know, maybe that's the real reason. I'm sort of scratching my head. My 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 thinking, Scott, is it's a liability issue. And, and the example I would give is, you know, let's say cop smokes joint on, on Saturday night on his weekend off and then gets called into work. And during the week, there's a shooting. The SIU is called in. They've got to investigate him. He does a sample. It comes back positive. They would not be able to determine if he was under influence or she under the influence because pot stays in your in your system too long. That's the only reason I can think. Well, absolutely. I mean, it's about covering all bases. But again, going back to what you guys were saying, who the heck gets 28 days off? Jeez, I was at a heck of a party the other night. <laughs> it's a job I'm applying for next. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it, here's another example of the laws really not keeping up with the research and what's been going on. And again, we have more questions than we do answers. We don't know how it's going to affect the rank and file. We just don't have the answers to those questions yet. But again, it, it's, it, you're, going to have to, you're going to have to have some sort of consistency across the police forces, certainly within a province. Uh, it can't be different from city to city. I mean, that will just open up a whole other can of worms. And again, at the end of the day, as, as you were saying, how do you compare this to other industries? I mean, of course, it's yeah. all about public safety. Uh, so other than no, how can you possibly guarantee that someone's going to be safe? Yeah, uh, man, we're going to be busy with pot stories. We're going to be so yeah. talked out of pot, it's insane. You thought you were bored of Trump? Whew, get ready for it. Um, I want to talk about this story. Uh, family members of players uh, that were involved in the Humboldt Bronco crash 
uh, are very angry about this new book that has come out about the hockey team. And they're asking people not to buy it. It was written by a Saskatchewan coroner and a vet. And he tells people that it's all going to go to charity, to the families. But the families are angry because they say that they were not consulted, but they didn't endorse this. Let me play you a clip from Toby Boulay, who is the father of Logan, who was killed in that crash. I told him in an email, if you had waited, maybe he would have got to write the book. Maybe the parents would have said, yes, you get, you get to write the book. But he didn't. He chose not to wait. He wanted to get out. So that's why the parents are mad. One, he wouldn't wait. Two, we asked him not we said we're not talking to you because it's our story to tell individually or collectively. Okay, Scott, where are you on this story? I mean, do you need permission to um, write a book? and Or is it just this kind of story that really it needs to be told properly? I don't know. If we needed permission for this sort of thing, I don't think any of us would be in business right now. Yeah. If you've got a big story, someone's going to tell it. The, big, the difference is, is who gets the official version and who gets the unofficial version. And those parents are right. They, they do lay claim to the official version, but they can't stop everyone else from offering their opinion of the story as well. I don't know what the relationship was like between the author and the parents and what have you, mm-hmm. but obviously they were on two different paths and had two different plans. If If the parents want their official story told, I'm sure they can find an author that's willing to do it. But that doesn't entitle everyone else uh, to not do the same thing and write their own book unofficially. Yeah, Tash, I've got to think that there are going to be a few books, if not a movie made about this. And and the reason that the author had wanted to get it out was because they said, look, there's going to be a number of these things. I want to get it out first. Now, that sounds crass, but But, where are you on this? well, yeah, Crass, if he were planning to profit and make millions of dollars of it, but he says he's going to give $10 of every $20 book to charity. I don't know what the remainder is. Maybe it covers the publisher's cost. So, you know, this is not a, apparently a big money-making venture, but you're right, because the idea will be, okay, a book, and then movie rights will be sold, and someone wants to get ahead of this game, maybe to do that. Uh, you know, that begs the question, what would happen then? But, again, it is, you know, uh, he's not a journalist. He's not a writer, per se. He's a corner and vet. So I don't know what his perspective is on it, but anyone is free to do this sort of thing. Is it classy? Maybe not. But the story also will get cold after a while, mm-hmm. horrible as that is to say. So yeah. unless something gets out quickly, sometimes these things will not sell. So, I, again, I, I'm curious as to his full motivation for this because, that's the piece to me that doesn't really, you know, make sense. Why is he doing it? Yeah. Um, quickly, because I wanted to, to throw this at you guys. Hate group Soldiers of Odin, uh, kind of known around the world. They're small, but they're getting a little bit bigger. This is a, a pretty far right-leaning group. Um, have gotten Jason Kenney in hot water as three of his party candidates appeared to pose for photos with members of the extreme hate group at a function in Edmonton on uh, Friday night. Kenney came out immediately and condemned it. But this happens all the time, uh, Scott, to politicians who they're caught with people that, you know, use the platform to get their name out. How do you how do you deal with this? Because it's it can, he's not a racist. So how do all and it happens to all politicians. Again, it's difficult when politicians get put in situations with people who they don't necessarily know who they're getting their pictures taken with. That being said, they were clearly labeled. However, hate groups, whether you're on the left or the right, will always try to blend into uh, any political party that's close to where they are, just simply to gain credibility. As long as the party involved discredits them and they move on, it's fine. But you're going to get extremes in any and every political party. It's just about outing them when it happens. And uh, Premier Notley, uh, Tasha, was she in line coming out and making a big stink about it? I mean, Kenny came out right away and said, yeah. (laughs) She's got an election. She's really hard-pressed to try and win anyway, so she's going to pull all the stops. 
I don't know if someone came up to me and had an SOO on their shirt, would I know what that stood for? Who knows? I mean, I'm thinking of Justin Trudeau and uh, Jasper Aliwal in, yeah. in India who crashed, you know, photobombed his event. And, mm. uh, you know, uh, most recently Faith Goldie was photographed with Doug Ford. I mean, I'm not equating all these people. Oh, it happens to them saying, all. Yeah, I people, mean. People want to get in pictures with politicians, and they do this, and uh, politicians can't screen for everything. That's their handler's job. So if anything... Um, you know, maybe someone should have paid attention when these people showed up. But at the end of the day, I think Kenny did the right thing. And, uh, yeah, not going to try and make hay. But, you know, like I said, she really wants every vote she can get. So what do you expect? All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. That is Scott have Thompson. You too. Scott Thompson over at Global News Radio Hamilton and Tasha Kierden, who you can listen to over on our station, Global News Radio 640.